Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. We have a special treat for our show tonight. Our guest is an upcoming and talented pop artist named Frankie Always who hails from Boston, Massachusetts. In a world where we're constantly being bombarded with negative marketing and people trying to tear down our self-esteem, Frankie makes his music about self-acceptance, self-empowering, and hope. Underlying his positive message is the intention to lift listeners and help them live happier and healthier lives. It's a great pleasure that I welcome Frankie always to the show. Welcome to the show, Frank. Thanks, Jason. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for that intro. That was very... Well put, very kind, and yeah, I'm excited to talk today, man. I'm super excited because I've known you for a few months and I've seen your hard work, you're doing so much. How did you start pursuing music in your own way, like your own right? What motivated you to pursue music as your passion? That's a good question. Ever since I can remember, I've loved music. I used to sing and dance. Loved when the radio was on. Man, it was just such an early passion. I remember a girl said to me in second grade, we were doing our work and I was singing some song. And she said to me, she was like, Frankie, why do you always sing? And I'm like, I do? She's like, yeah, you're always singing. And I was like seven years old. And I was like, I didn't even realize I was doing it. I was just doing it. I think it's been a, it's been a part of me my whole life. And for second grade, my birthday gift was I asked, I want guitar lessons. I, I ended up not sticking with it. Funny story. My, my older brother ended up was like, oh, I want to do it with him. And then my older brother, we did it for a little while. And the teacher said I was picking it up really good. And then he quit. And I was like, oh, I didn't, then I do it alone. And there's a whole thing. Wish I didn't, but whatever. You live, you live and you learn. But yeah, I got older and I started producing music through studio. If anyone knows what that is, it's basically like you can just plug in piano sounds, drum sounds, whatever, and you can make like a whole beat. And it's very common in hip hop to make beats. And I started making hip hop beats in high school. I kept doing it. I was right. I started writing it, writing all the time. I was going through a lot in terms of, uh, I went through a, a lot of depression when I don't like when I was probably around like 17, started coming on 17. So- 20 few dark years there and writing music was healing me as I was doing it. And then at one point in my journey, my friends were always saying, you got to record, you got to record. And uh, yeah, at one point in my journey, I realized like, yo, I can really do this and I can really help people. I can, I can really help people with what I'm writing and what I'm doing. And as it was healing me, it was kind of this idea that I could heal and help others by sharing it. I, I've listened to some of your other songs that you've put out before. And one of my favorite ones is God Planned It. I had it on my Apple Music and I remember listening to it and I was like, man, this song is so cool. Like, how did you come up with God Planned It and what was your motivation behind it? Oh, man, it's pretty crazy because I wrote that, like the first verse and the second verse of that song were written like a year and a half apart. Like I wrote that first verse, I literally think in 2020, and then I wrote the second verse in 2022. It just goes to show. And the original first verse was, it was kind of, 
it was the same vibe, but it was in a, it was like a different song, but I always loved the verse. And Stephen King says something along the lines of, if you write something, maybe like you have an idea for a plot of a book and it sticks, like you just keep thinking about it as you move forward, that's when you have a good, you have something there. And I, I think the same thing, like when I write something and it just, whether it's like a catchy hook or, or a lyric, and I keep thinking about it, I just know it's good. I just know it's like, all right, this is the one. Man, I don't know. I don't, I, the thing is, I make so much music. I just forget at this point. But I just remember that it all started with the line where there was once limitation, now I'm rapidly expanding. <laughs> I love that line, man. That's I... where it all started. And that's a line that it's really cool. Me and my close friends, we quote it all the time because it's really <laughs> inspirational. And it really is a testament to my life and what I've been through and what I'm, how I just continue to grow. And I think it's, it's an anthem for anybody who is on that journey. It's where was I? And now look at where I am. Like, look at where, how far I've come. I'm growing. I'm so fast. And, and at the end of the song, I say, I made it through the rain. I'll promise you'll do the same. And when you reach the brighter days, you're going to say, God planned it. Like, you'll do the same. You'll feel that. Even if you don't feel that way right now, you will. Yeah, I, that's a beautiful song. And the whole hook where it's, it's all going to be okay. Yeah. That was like, that was my higher self telling myself that. Thinking about my music and where I want to go with my life and what I'm trying to do. And, sh- and paint for the canvas of my life. It's like, it, that was, it was, that was my angels saying to me, it's all going to be okay. Don't worry. It's all going to pan out. You also share some personal stuff in your songs lyrics as well about your dad and whatnot. I'll just see if you could share that with our audience, just in terms of that situation in your life and how it's made you where you are now. Yeah. I think we all go through different hardships that, that forge us. And we have the choice whether they're going to forge us negatively or positively. <laughs> it's like the whole thing about the same water that softens the egg, boils the potato, whatever <laughs> it is. I probably yeah. said it wrong. That's okay. I get what you And it's um, really, yeah, adversity. And growing up, my father was, uh, he was really cool. Dude. I loved him a lot, but he, he struggled with alcohol addiction, drug addiction. And uh, it made him moody. It negatively impacted my a lot of fighting. Yeah, and then he ended up passing away when I was in high school. So it was tough. It was tough to go through. And I rap on God Planet. I say I write raps for my dad who was fighting to get clean. Or the young of me at 16 when I lack self-esteem. And uh, yeah, that's what I do it for, man. I, I, I rap. I rap to give my younger self advice. Like I think about all the artists who helped me when I was in high school and how I can carry that torch forward and I can be in the headphones of some 16-year-old kid who's in a situation like that where he's really struggling. He doesn't know who to talk to. He doesn't know how to express himself. And I can create songs that help that kid and give that kid clarity and give that kid meaning. So. Yeah, it's what I do it for. And I also am very, I'm an advocate having dialogue about mental health and addictions. Yes, absolutely. And, and I have another song, Why Wait, where I say, it's not an addiction, it's a disconnection. They call my dad a bum druggie like he ain't lost and deserve compassion. And so that's what I believe. Addic- all addiction is rooted in these feelings of disconnection. You know, if you have a lot of negativity, self-judgment, lack of self-acceptance built up within you, you're not going to feel connected to other people. You're not going to feel connected to life. You're not going to, or nature, literally nothing. So what you do is you end up seeking an outlet in some external substance because you're not getting that internal sense of pleasure or joy. And if you're really struggling and someone puts a a bottle in front of you and says, if you drink that, you'll feel good. You're going to wake up tomorrow and be in pain, but you're going to feel good now. Hey, 
people underestimate how good of a deal that is when you're really struggling. Although it's a lie, in the end, it's a lie because it really just digs the hole deeper. For that moment in time, it soothes people whose souls are literally on fire and they're struggling. And they basically don't have the, the coping mechanisms to deal with whatever they're going through. They don't know. They don't know how to work through their emotions. They don't know these practices of holistic practices of meditation, journaling, even things like therapy. So I'm a big advocate of having a dialogue about these things and trying to fix things at the root, which is really helping people heal. I love that stuff. Listen, I relate to that song. It really spoke to me. My own father was an alcoholic and passed away 10 years ago. And I never really had a relationship with him. When I heard your lyrics, it just inspires me. I find music is therapy. From during the pandemic, when I was all locked down, listening to music helped keep me grounded. And when I listen to your music, Lace Up, Weirdo, God Planned It, Garden, why not? Like these songs, they really resonate with me. And I think your messaging is so important and critical right now because of your generation, just where we're living in a post-pandemic world. And I want to ask you, do you realize that your music has such a positive impact on other people? I can tell you from firsthand, my own personal listening to your music, how it's brought my, elevated me and up my game. And I don't know if you've thought of that before. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I think about it all the time. Every time I pick up a pen, I think about it. I know in my heart of hearts that I'm really changing people and I'm going to continue to do so on an even bigger scale. And that makes me really happy because that's yeah. what I want to do. There's really, it's what I'd love to do. A, and I'm also doing it with such a purpose. It's one thing if I was just rapping, right? Because yeah, I had fun with it. But when you pair it with that like deep sense of meaning, like I'm going to do it in a way that really helps other people. Yeah, music is my therapy. And it's my therapy to listen to it. And then I was like, you know what? I want to be someone else's therapist because I can speak on my own experience, which can hit somebody in a way that other people can't. You know, and I feel like it is my calling in life to to do exactly what I'm doing, and it's my therapy to make. And yeah, I say I want and God planted right. I say my generation slaves to the lower nature, no high purpose, just quick hits and temptation. The stats on mental health in my generation are absolutely absurd. It's like one in five kids are my age are like literally depressed, and that's not right. And we could sit here and talk for hours upon hours on why that is. But whatever that may be, I know I personally have come out of a very dark place and I live relatively very joyful. And I say that joy that comes from my heart and is independent of circumstance, meaning if I'm having a quote unquote bad day, I'm still having a good day because mm. My happiness isn't contingent upon the outcomes. It's not contingent upon everything has to go this way. No, my happiness comes from me just being alive and being connected to who I am. And so with that in mind, I believe that I have a really useful voice to help people in this regard. And I'm excited to do, I'm excited to do and yeah, just offer my experience and offer my wisdom, I guess, from what I've been through. I just find it very motivating to see someone like you take taking negative adverse experiences and channeling a creative outlet for yourself and then utilizing that within your own power to, to motivate countless other people who listen to your music. Because I know you're going to have, with the release of your new album, we're getting on a minute, but you're about to go places. You already are, but I can see ahead a little and I can tell you that I keep, every time we talk, I feel premonitions that you're going to be a big name in your own right. And I want to ask you, have you thought about that for yourself? Thinking about your own personal successes going forward and this new album that's about to launch. Have you thought of the big picture where this might really, where this is going to take you in the big, the big picture of it all? That's so funny. Yeah, I try to, I try to figure out where I'm headed, right? Like, where do I see this going? And. I do. I see myself being big. I'm not going to, I'm not going to just lie and say, oh, I see myself not really. No, 
I really want to help people. I really want to live out my dreams because it's not like these dreams are coming from, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be the coolest guy and all the girls are going to like me and all this. No, it's dude, this is what I love, what I'd always love. And when I'm creating, whether it's I'm writing, I'm shooting a music video, I'm recording, I'm brainstorming ideas, I'm putting together a project and taking photos, I'm making my album cover, which I made myself. It's like, I'm in such a flow state. I'm so happy. Yeah, it really just comes from love. I'm so motivated by love. And I think that when you're motivated by love, you do a really good job in that success follows excellence automatically. It's like when somebody is just so committed to being excellent at what they do, the success is just gonna is just gonna come. It's inevitable. So my focus is yeah, really, I'm always focused on what is my next step. But thinking about the bigger picture, yeah, I always try to think about being in Australia, doing a show, having this name, what I'm saying is just scaled. So it's, if I'm speaking on these topics, I actually am making a really big impact because people are hearing it. Yeah, man, dude. Think about if, if I don't even know, just think about some celebrity. Think about if Justin Bieber was just like, came out and was just like really talking about this stuff. It would make a huge difference. Absolutely. Although, he does. I don't know what he's up to. I don't know if he does or doesn't. I'm just giving an example. So I do. I see it going big. I don't know how big. I just know in a way where it really starts to spell upward and gets fun and gets interesting. I love the term creative downloads because with podcasting stuff, I will be sitting there. I think I told you this before we even did interview, but sometimes I'll be driving the car, for example. I'll get a concept for a show. I'll get a concept for an episode. And I have to literally pull to the side of the road, pull out my phone and start talking into the phone to memorialize the download, as I call it. And I want to ask you, do you have those experiences as well with your music and all the things that you create? Do you get moments where you have to stop and record your ideas in order to memorialize them as a creative download when it happens? Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've had to pull over to write rap lyrics. Or I'm like, dude, I got to get this one down. And I'm like, text him and drive and I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this, but yeah, get it down. Yeah, man. I I it hits me. It hits me randomly. That's why people it's so hard to pinpoint when people are like, how do you come up with that song? It's I got like the first two lines when I was doing laundry. <laughs> and I don't know, I just really I was supposed to do laundry and I ended up just writing for 20 minutes because I got hit with some line. That was the first half. The second half, I was in a restaurant and I had to step outside to write it down because I didn't want to be rude. Came to my head. Because it hits you, man. It hits you. And it hits me. And it's a little bit of both sometimes. I'll sit down and say, I'm going to write. Especially when I'm creating. For example, I'm coming out with this new album, which we're going to talk about. But when I was in the process of, there's different stages. And one of the stages is like the writing. So I have this idea for this Sonic album that is going to be a story and interconnect. Actually writing it is one part. Going to the studio and producing it's one part. Recording it, mixing it, the mastering it. So there's different stages. In the writing stage, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to write an hour, six to seven. I'm going to show up. Sometimes nothing. You don't get anything that sticks. Other times it flows out. I think some. So it's a little bit of both. Like you got to show up. And. There's other times where it just comes to you. It, the creative downloads just come to you. I want to ask you about Brand New Life, your new album. How did you come up with the title? What inspired you to call it Brand New Life? Going into 2022, so not this year, but the year before, I was determined to just make a change and really break through. I've been trying to make, I've been trying to release music for, a long time, man. I was a long time. I wanted to release music, but it was never to that degree that I wanted in terms of professionalism, just working with people who, me not having the skill level to produce it, and then working with other people who they weren't pros and maybe not being able to afford to go to a studio because studio time is very expensive. So I had a lot of things 
line up for me in 2021 and going into 2022, I said, this is my brand new life. Like I, I, I had a cork board in my room and I wrote brand new life on it. And then I also wrote, basically, I wrote my whole year out of how it was going to go. And I said, I'm going to release my first song in February on the exact date I did. So I'm going to release that song, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote all this and I wrote all these changes I was going to make and what was going to change. I was like, I'm going to move out of where I'm living now. I'm going to get a better spot. I'm going to get promoted at my job so I can have more money to reinvest into my music. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And I went out and I just did it. I really did it. It was like I was stepping into this whole new version of myself and really moving through the kind of like just depression that I've been really working in healing the last few years. It was like this real kind of punch through of what I was going through and stepping into this different level of my life. And the album is basically, it's a story of that journey. When the album opens up, you hear me? I say, yo, it's Frank Yars, man. I've been going through a lot lately. And there's, there, it's a story. And it's, but it's my real story through music, through art. And it's like going through the storm, going through the rain, and letting it heal you and moving through it. And yeah, just transforming through adversity. And that's what my brand new life is. It's who I've become through what I've went through. Can you tell us a little about the album itself? The type of songs that are on the album, if there's anything that we previously talked about, any other songs, did you include them on the new album or is this all new music from the album? Yeah. So I have Why Wait, God Planned It, and Lace Up on the album. They all definitely fit. They fit in what I was trying to convey and they were important pieces into that. Those are all on the album. New songs. It's very hip hop. It's very hip hop. And yeah, man, it's really beautiful. I have these interludes on them, which are phone calls from my uncle. My uncle was, he struggled with drug addiction, almost lost it all. Mm. And he ended up pulling himself out of it. And funny enough, my, this was my dad's brother. And my dad was the first one to bring him to an AA meeting. And because that's when, how my dad healed himself. I'm getting emotional just talking about this, but awesome. the, uh, but then my dad ended up relapsing, whatever. And this, this is my uncle Paul and my uncle Paul has been a huge factor in this journey that I've gone through and really helped me so much make music. Cause he was one of the first people like you are incredibly talented. You are this high voltage wise kid. And yeah, he read my dad's eulogy. He helped me so much. And there's these beautiful interludes where he's talking to me. And uh, through the phone, he's giving me messages, you know. And the, the first messages he leaves are like, hey, Frankie, yeah, I know you're going through a lot. And then near towards the middle of the album, when I start going through this transformation, he's calling me and he's saying, Frankie, I really think things are going to start turning around for you. If we're, and this is key, he says to me, he goes, if we're humble enough to let this life, there's a brand new life waiting for us. And uh, that's right around the mid-mark of the album. And that's what it's all about. Shedding our skin and stepping into these new versions of ourselves. So yeah, and then I would definitely say for the audience, listen to how many times. It's the last song in the album. And it's a total just celebration of, of life and just coming through. and. If he man, I, if you're in the midst of it, you'll of adversity. I it'll help you. And if you've gone through adversity, this will be a jam. And it's just such a catchy song, and it's such a great way to tie in the whole album. I want to ask you this: in terms of pursuing your music, how was your family with you and your dreams, like pursuing it? Were they supportive? I'm assuming they were, but I'd just be curious to see how your family is now they must be so proud of you but as you first started these goals like what, what was it like for you with, with the family and people in your life at first i think people in my life definitely 
didn't see it at first because uh there's a, there's an old phrase i heard one time and it was like god gave when god gave you your vision it wasn't a conference call so don't expect other people to understand so when you're doing anything entrepreneurial you're gonna be facing resistance from people around you because you're trying to basically take something that is so real to you in your mind and it's abstract and it's in the unmanifest and you're trying to bring it from the abstract into the concrete, into the manifest. And if other people can't see that in their mind, they will never understand. They're like, what do you, especially people who are uh, very creative by nature, just they've never, they don't have that kind of mind that does that. So it's like, what do you mean? And they, people worry about you and they say they want you to play it safe because that's what they did. And, but I'm not here to play it safe, man. I'm here to, <laughs> here to, here to, I'm here to live, dude. I'm here to live and, and live amazing. And I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to play it safe, dude. It's just, it's not who I am. It, I just know me. If I don't go after what I love and if I don't create, I get depressed. I don't, I'm, cause I'm not being real. I'm not being authentic. Authentic self is to go out and just be a super, you That's know? Super exciting though. I just think it's so exciting you say that because I feel the same way. If you can't create and if you can't express yourself through creativity, it's, I almost feel like you feel stagnant if you have that in you that you need to do to express yourself. And I think your music reflects your own ability to let out what's inside of you and do so in a way which is, so powerful. Words are power, power driven things. And so are messaging. And when you can pick positive messaging as your focus or transformation, for example, those are very strong resonating things. And I want to ask you this in terms of your new album, brand new life, what's your favorite song out of all the ones that you've created? And it's a tough one. I like them all differently. They're all like, they're all different children, but I would say how many times the one I told you, I Really love that song. It's super funky. It's just, it's really dope. I feel like I strike because I always, I, a lot of times I'll sing on my hooks and then I'll, I'll rap my verses. That's style. And I feel like really nailed that one. I love that song. I love it. 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 So I would say my favorite song is how many times That's right now. But if you ask me in a week, I'll probably say a different song. It all depends on my mood. <laughs> like with my show, like when I air episodes, I'll obviously I edit it and then I'll listen to it later at some point. Do you listen to your own music and kind of think of it constructively when you're hearing it? Or are you like, oh my God, I just created this. Look what this sounds like. This is, does it seem like it's you're outside yourself sometimes when you hear your own oh, music? 100%. When I listen to my music, it's just, it doesn't even feel like I made it. It's just, and people are like, yo, how do you make this? I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know. It just happened. It just all happens. And that's when you know you're doing the right thing and you're in flow because it's, you're just becoming a channel. You're like almost like a channel. And, and then you're, you got to get, if you want to create art, you have to get out of the way for, and let creativity flow because creativity is its own, its own thing. And you got to let that flow. And it's learning how to do that. So I agree. It's, it is. It's like a, it's an out of body type thing. It's like, have you given thought to, I know you've talked about some spiritual topics, manifestation and different things like that. I want to ask you, how has spirituality, your own personal spirituality influenced your music and the direction you're taking with it? I think my spirituality informs everything that I do because it's just, it's how I live my life. I have a very spiritual perspective on life. I think that. We're here to evolve. And that's an underpinning of a lot of my music that we're here to evolve and our lives are meaningful and we matter. And that's a very, it's, yeah, that's a very spiritual perspective, I'd say, on life in that our souls carry forth after we pass on. And it's all about just becoming wiser with, through experience and becoming Better, better people, essentially. So I would say that informs my music because at the end of the day, 
I'm using my music as a way to collect good karma. I'd say I want to help people and helping people is good for my soul. And I, that's what my highest version of myself wants is to help people. So creating with that and creating and knowing somebody's going to hear this and remembering who I'm writing to and, and staying grounded in that. What is it like for you performing live in front of a group of people with your music? I've seen on Instagram, you've performed at different places. And do you feel like you're channeling a different energy when you're actually performing live versus being creative in the studio, for example? Yeah, it's definitely different. I don't know. I like performing though. I like it a lot. It's fun for me. I'm a goofball and I get really goofy energy, especially on stage, like just feeling people's energy. Like I always just like to crack jokes on stage and I'm just improving them. Yeah, the energy on stage, it all depends. It depends on the energy of the room, but I feel like I, I hold a strong presence. And when I get on stage, I, I look people in the eyes. I'm not, just, I'm not performing to a crowd. I'm performing to a bunch of individuals. That's the way I look at it. And so I look at one person in their eye and then another person. And I'll say a few lines and I'll be looking at that person and they'll be looking at me. And you make a deep connection and you, I can feel it. And I can feel that they feel it. And it's very interesting and it'll be very fun to do that on a bigger and bigger scale as I move forward. But I do, the idea of like channeling, I've had times where I just sung and I felt, I felt my father's energy. It was like, that was my dad moving through me right there. Powerful, isn't it? When you can experience that and have that firsthand knowledge that you know that our deceased loved ones are with us. I get that from my grandfather and my grandmother, even my own dad. I'll feel their energies at different times. Have you ever found a time where you were really frustrated about your past and then something like spiritual happened to you, like your dad came to you in a dream or something came and inspired you and you changed your outlook completely and got around the adversity? I've definitely had happen to me. I'm just trying to think of, like, I feel like whenever I go through a low, I always get some type of sign and it's just like, keep going. It's just usually, it's just in one way or another. I remember one time, I feel like I was going through a rough patch and three nights in a row, I woke up 3, 3, 3 a.m. <laughs> like not even, I woke up and I went to the kitchen to go to the bathroom because I had walked in the kitchen and three nights in a row, it was the same exact time. Couldn't make it up. Like I was like, the second night I was like, oh, that's weird. And then that third night. And I don't normally wake up at night. I usually sleep through the night. And then I looked, I, I looked it up. People speculated the meaning of that. I mean, they say it's like your angels communicating to you, your guardian angel. So I, that was, I remember that being like, whoa, that was a few years ago. And it was like, okay, that was like a big wake up to start paying attention to these signs and not just brushing them off and especially i was probably three years ago and that was as i was more opening up to this idea that i'm being and that my father's energy is still around me that's powerful man i want to ask you this do you feel like you've had your own spiritual awakening following the last few years of your life and when i spiritual awakening it sounds like with the angel number three 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 days in a row that's one aspect of it but have you had some profound spiritual experiences that you'd like to share just in terms of what's motivated you to be on your path to where you are right now? Mm. I definitely had a spiritual awakening. I was so unconscious until like growing up and everything. I, although, yeah, no, I definitely had a spiritual awakening. <laughs> I definitely started to realize that I'm here for a bigger purpose and realize, be aware that I'm aware and that I'm not my thoughts, I'm not my feelings, I'm not my perceptions, I'm the awareness of that all. No, nothing, come, nothing too intense comes to mind. I got a few things, but I think I'll share it another day. I don't know if I'm ready to tell the world these, these few things that's happened to me. Because I'm just trying to make sense of it myself. Understandable. 
Let me ask you about your clothing line. If you could tell our audience a little about it, what motivated you to create it and where could they find it? Yeah. So I aim clothing. I space A-I-M. The logo is an I with a target as the pupil. And the whole message of the brand is like, the world can be dark, but we create clothing to the people who are aiming to make it brighter by focusing on themselves. They have the target inside of themselves. And by healing yourself, your internal world, it affects everyone. You are a part of the whole. So when you heal yourself, you are healing a degree of the collective. And I personally subscribe to the idea that, you know, someone who's moving out of fear, dismal to someone who's moving out of love. So actually, the role you play in the collective actually grows as you heal more because you're becoming more of a source of power and you inspire people just by your being. You don't have to go around and tell people all the changes you've made in yourself. You just do it. You do the work. You become a happier person and you inspire people indirectly. You don't even know you are. You're just walking and smiling and it's like, oh, look at that guy. He's smiling over there. And you just, you plant a seed in their minds that they could be happy. And that one seed of what, that maybe I could be happy like him, it plants a seed that can smash through the arrogance that leads somebody to, to be callous towards the world. Because basically you, you developed all these beliefs about the world, that the world's this evil place and blah, blah, blah. And it makes, and this is what I'm supposed to do. And it makes you miserable. And you basically have so much arrogance that you believe it's true. And you don't have the humility to question that. So by seeing somebody who's really happy, despite the fact that they may not have wealth or the girl or the guy, whatever, it plants a seed on a subconscious level that there might be another way to live. And that might be enough to open up the humility of somebody. So yeah, the I aim clothing, we just basically create clothing for people who are on this self-healing journey to work on themselves and to be a better person. They're not targeting others in the form of blame, resentment. They're just working on themselves and learning to accept other people, to accept themselves and be more kind and wise. And if, you want, and if you want to check it out, breakyalways.com, that's, that's where you can find some stuff. If by chance it's not on the website at that time, you can always message me on Instagram. Or you can message me through the website, actually. Yeah, if you want one, message me. I'll get back to you. I'm a cool guy. <laughs> I'm a cool guy. I do cool stuff. <laughs> I want to ask you this. People in our audience are listening to this right now in the future when this gets released. What advice would you give someone who's interested in pursuing their own passion, if it's music, being created, but they haven't yet manifested or been able to put things into place to make it happen? What advice would you give or suggestions would you recommend from your own personal experience? Mm, be patient. It's going to manifest when it's time to manifest. As long as you don't quit, just keep taking baby steps and you'll get there. And those baby steps will turn into strides eventually. I spent years trying to put out music and I started putting out music perfect because I needed to go through these experiences to have the awareness around myself and around life to create the exact music I'm making now. Because if I made music at 18 or 17 and in my high school, I would, what would have I been making music about? Nothing of substance. It would have been whack. I wouldn't have built up the skill that I learned from 17 to 22 or whatever because I was writing that whole time and I was improving on my... So I would have been whack and I would have rapped about nothing. and. If I kept going, but it might have discouraged me, it's going to manifest when it's time to manifest. Just keep going. Just keep pushing. Set the intention to do whatever it is that you want to do. I don't know what your passion is, whoever this listener is, but set the intention. Be patient. But yeah, don't let that patience turn into procrastination. That's different. As, just keep working towards it and let go of all the things that any belief of I can't that tells you that you can't do it, look at it and let it go. It's not true. <laughs> very well said. Very well said. I'll ask you this. What do you, who's been the most 
the strongest influence in your life for music that's helped you in your own path that you say, this art has really inspired me? Man, I would probably say, I'd probably say Donnie Wahlberg. If you know who that is, he's a dope dude. He's in New Kids on the Block, which was like a boy band in the 90s. In <laughs> the 90s, yeah. He's an actor now, but he's a big supporter of my music and he's, he likes what I do. And he, I like the way that he holds his success because he holds it with a lot of humility and kindness and love. And he just loves what he does. It's plenty put. He loves what he does. And there's, there's no, oh, look at me. Like that's that overcompens, overcompensation form of pride. Some people experience when they experience success. He's experienced not a part, at least from my perspective. And he's such a kind and humble human being. And uh, so I want to be like him when I, when, as my talents continue to manifest, I want to be a positive force in the world and <laughs> just do what I love and enjoy life. And yeah, and hold my success with humility. So he's a big inspiration in terms of sonically. Sonically, Logic, I would say. If anyone's listened to Logic, he's a rapper. One of his slogans is peace, love, and peace, love, positivity. That man went through a lot, uh, to say the least. Poverty, drugs in the house, older brothers selling drugs. And he'll tell you this firsthand. And that man, he kept a very positive perspective on life and he used it to become such an epic person in this world and he's awesome man so i would say sonically him and he's a huge inspiration to me and i believe that a lot of my potential fan base is definitely going to be overlapped there like people who like his music will probably like mine so those two people that's awesome man great answer i'll just say this as you're talking i can tell you you're going to be a producer yourself and you're going to be a big name and you're going to be working with a lot of young artists in the future as well and I can see you doing music festivals too. I had images of you at music festivals performing in the large crowds. So there's something that's going to happen in the future when you, if, once you go forward on things, I wouldn't be surprised to hear you putting that out there that you're going to be booked at different events. Like if it's Coachella, Burning Man, <laughs> stuff of the like, cause I had an image of you performing in lar large crowds. So that to me shows the success that, that you've worked so hard to attain and achieve. It's about to pay off and reward you with dividends handsomely. So. I could tell you that being able to be a force for good and inspiring others is definitely something very powerful to achieve. And I think your manifestation abilities is going to really come in play when you're, as you launch your brand new life <laughs> and move forward with your career. Uh, I, I want to ask you this, as we conclude, how can our audience find you on social media? I know you mentioned your website, frankiealways.com, mm -hmm. but I let us know, like, where can we find your music and where can we find you? If you want to watch my music videos, which are so dope and creative, you can look up Frankie Always on your YouTube search bar and come right out. Subscribe, like, drop a comment. All right. That's, that's cool stuff. That's how you can find my videos. Like I said, FrankieAlways.com. There's like a, there's a little thing where you can message me and that website links you to everything else on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you use. Spotify, Apple Music is just Frankie Always. F-R-A-N-K-I-E space A-L-W-A-Y-S. And on Instagram, Frankie always underscore. Frankie always underscore. Somebody beat me to the regular Frankie always, some dude. He doesn't even use the account, so I had to throw that on pesky underscore in there. But, uh, but yeah, and yeah, follow me. I post extremely positive stuff, stuff that resonates with me first and foremost. And when it resonates with me, I know it'll resonate with someone else, so. I do that. I post a lot of funny stuff. I like to goof off. I like to act. I like to make people laugh. I post is either wise and inspiring or just totally goofy and funny. But either way, it should put a smile on your face or at least a dash of hope in your heart. Excellent. How did you come up with the name Frankie Always? <laughs> it was given to me. I, you know, there's a spiritual experience right there. Like you asked me about one. I was really getting into meditation a few years back and then in 2020 i was having these really deep experiences on meditation where i was feeling myself being healed like feeling energy that was stuck in certain places for years 
and my body would get really pain so much. But Eckhart Tolle, he calls it the pain body. Basically, it's all the negativity that's in our aura and it lies dormant in there. And then when it arises, we usually go distract ourselves with drugs, alcohol, whatever. But, you know, it, which is what I tried doing when I was younger. So I was letting this pain come up. <laughs> I just started learning to feel it and, and move through it. And I had a deep meditation where it was just like, always. I just, it just was like, bright heat, always. That is who I am. That is who I'm going. Like it was, and it was, it just was this thing always. And it was supercharged with so much meaning. And so I think, and I'm always like, yo, like, what does this mean? Because it was given to me in such a way, it's layered with meaning. One, one, it was really in that moment, I feel like this idea that it's, I am not what is temporal, meaning thoughts come and go, relationships come and go, this comes and goes. But what is always here is my real spirit, which is the awareness itself. You know what I'm saying? And that's what meditation was really about is to realize that you're not those thoughts that are flashing through. You're the presence of awareness. You're like, if your life is a movie, you're the screen was what you really are. And your thoughts are actually creating the movie. And it's, yo, I'm the always. I'm not this, I'm not that. Like, I am the always. I'm always right now. I am. So that, it was like an affirmation of responsibility. It's who's the creator, who is like, who can handle my life? It's always me. It's always, it's on me. If I'm not going to blame anybody anymore. Like, I'm going to keep that target on myself. It's Frankie, always Frankie. It's Frankie always. And also, it's, it's also an affirmation of authenticity. It's always me. Whether I'm giving you the track, fourth track on my album, Your Father's Eyes, where I'm getting really deep and emotional talking about my father's addiction, or it's track 10 where it's hand-stitched, the song called Hand Stitch, where I'm being super funny and hilarious and braggadocious. It's always me. These are all different sides of myself. They say a diamond has so many sides. And that's what I'm a diamond, man. We're all diamonds, but. And it's always me. Whatever side I'm giving you, whether I'm being hilarious or I'm being super serious, it's always me, man. Because I, like, I just keep it so authentic and real, or at least I always intend to. I love that answer. I'll tell you this. As you were saying that, I thought it were universal and infinite opportunities. Always like that in my mind or infinity. The eight. Oh, I see that as like your calling card because you're timeless. You're not restricted by time, matter, space. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's, yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying? And always. And it's also like my passion for what I'm doing. It's always been me. And my album cover is really cool because it's pictures of me when I'm a, I'm six years old with Mike and I'm like eight with the harmonica. And it's a picture of me now being super creative. And yeah, man, it's always been in me. This has always been the realest me. But yeah, dude, I like it. It's cool. It's cool. I, I went down if you had a sophomore album with always or the infinity symbol in it or something in the future after you get this one out. I know I'm jumping ahead, but yeah, ooh. yeah, maybe. I'm open. I'm open to it. Definitely. Right. I want to thank you for coming on and sharing this amazing moment of your life with us. And I just think you, you are what others should be inspired by because we all have adversity. We all deal with mental health issues. We all deal with things in our lives that others see as setbacks, but it's like a diamond in the rough. You get shaped by your experiences. And I feel like you've been shaped by these profound experiences spiritually as a human being and just as a person that your music is going to grow in leaps and bounds as you go forward and you're only at the beginning part of all this is the start of your journey this is a, your end point and uh, i see many years of music ahead for you as well as production acting and other things so i wouldn't doubt that i just want to thank frankie for coming on the show today and sharing his new album brand new life is coming out guys i highly recommend everyone in the audience check it out i'm going to have all the information in the show notes frankie is a very inspiring individual i've had the pleasure of knowing him for a while and i can tell you he's going places and I just listening to music, like God planned it. I'll tell you, I was on a trip and I was listening to it on the airplane and it really inspired me and it really resonates with me. 
But when you get a chance to listen to an artist's music when they put it out and you get to see what's behind the motivation of why they create what they do, it could really motivate a lot of us. It could show us that our lives aren't limited by what others think our lives should be. Our lives are what we think they are. And if you have an infinite mindset, a growth mindset, you can do whatever you want in life. There's nothing that can limit you. And I think that's one of the underlying themes that I've gotten from just knowing Frankie, talking to him, listening to his music and seeing him as an up and coming artist. I'm really inspired by him and I'm really excited to share his message with our audience today. So check out the information and reach out to Frankie on social media. He's very responsive and I would highly recommend that you like, subscribe and share his information with everyone you know, because I guarantee you, you'll be very happy once you hear his new album, Brand New Life and listen to his other stuff too, because every single song that he's created reflects a life experience. And that's what this is all about. We're here for a limited time, but what we do while we're here is what matters the most. So stay positive because when you're positive, anything's possible. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electric acid. Electric acid.